This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. We want to start out by saying a special thank you to our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Studio offers some of the best quality sound and best-built headphones on the market without the outrageous prices that other brands offer. They offer a variety of different styles, including over-the-ear, wired earbuds, and completely wireless Bluetooth buds. The two newest models are the Klar, which are over-the-ear noise-canceling headphones that offer 30 hours of playtime. Hold on. 30 hours continuous playtime without being recharged. And the Tolve, which are totally wireless Bluetooth earbuds, that offer seven hours of playtime in a case that holds four additional charges for the buds. So check out studio.com where you will find some of the best quality headphones and earbuds on the market. And if you enter Dark Windows 15 at checkout, they will take 15% off your entire order. All right. We are recording. We are recording. Yep. Howdy ho, Lissarinos. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, peoples? How are you? <sighs> Big week. Another week. Yeah, yeah, the, a big week. Another week. This is our one year anniversary week. Yeah. So yeah, this is. Uh, I didn't think this honestly when we first started this. I didn't think this was going to happen. What a one year anniversary. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't expect it to actually last this long and actually have people listen to it. Well, so, people like you. Apparently, they like you, and they just deal with everything else. According to Kevin's brother, you're the cute one on the show. So. I have been told I do have a sweet face for radio. Me too. So. What's up? You got some stuff to talk about. I do. And for that, we're going to crack a nice, good fashion drink. Boom. Take a sip for the working man. Thanks, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So what we're talking about is with, you know, some special holidays coming up right around the corner. That being St. Patrick's Day, Easter. Today. That means is that there's actually some sweet miniatures that come along with those little characters, you know, for Reaper, Warm Hordes, whatever. It doesn't matter. Or if you're into any other kind of painting miniatures, head on over to GameEnvy.net, home of the Hobby Holder. The Hobby Holder is a two-in-one base and handle combination multi-purpose painting tool to get you all those sweet little details and all those delicious, delicious little nuances that you can put on each of your miniature. 
Now you've put that in your checkout cart. You put some other fun stuff in there. You put in the promo code Broadstone at the checkout cart. Top of the page. It's in the green, Kevin. Okay. Just so you know. Next time I buy one, I'll remember. There you go. <laughs> and then you will get your whole order 10% off with the promo code Broadstone. Like I said before, they're amazing people. Head on over there. I love you. Moving on. Oh, yeah. Happy belated thanks. Uh, happy belated St. Patrick's Day. No, it's not belated. I thought you were going to say belated Thanksgiving. Same, and like it's either be- it's either St. Patrick's Day is going to be early. Yeah, early. Yeah. Early. It's on yeah, the seventeenth. When this comes out, it'll be in the middle of the week. Yeah. yeah. Or early. Yeah. Because yeah. when St. Patrick's come, that's when I'm going to be in Mad Dash to get all my shit ready for Adepticon. Woo! Which I'm announcing it now. When on my way to Chicago, I will be. Pretty much documenting my entire trip. I'm going to be taking pictures of it. I'm going to be going live and talking to people because I'm going to be bored of a four-hour layover in the airport. So I figured, what the fuck? Why not? Yeah, right. Sweet. But, I mean, it's in Boston, right? So Yeah, dude. I'll fucking get lost and just talk to people. I see celebrities doing that, and we're quasi-celebrities. So why the right? fuck not? <laughs> we're going to have to get you some business cards to like leave I places. still have all the ones that you, awesome. we had the last time because I never gave them away. I just I'm like, oh, here. I'll put these here. Give the, and then I use them for display for when I'm taking pictures of things. Give the ticket lady one. Give the pilot one. Oh, my game plan is if we ride in a puddle jumper, I'm going to open them up the windows and just flick them out the window. <laughs> and it'll be raining business cards, yeah, and I'll probably right, get arrested. Right, right through the fucking woods where nobody will ever find them. Be you never perfect. know. Well, S- a swamp bookie, mate. 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 May. And he'd be like, what is a this? A swamp bookie, mate. What is this dark windows? Oh, I bet they talk about people like me. I should talk to them. I should Send him a smoke signal email thing. Speaking of Swamp Wookie, that used to be my uh, my PSN handle. Yeah, and then you got in trouble. <laughs> no, I got in trouble for the Cricket Dick one and uh, Pablo Escobar. They didn't like that one. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck them. I just kept with mine. I oh. at least put a question mark at the end of it. This so. is true. Anyway, anyway, so what are we talking about today? So do we want to start off talking about our one-year thing? No, or? let's just do it then. Okay. So... <clears throat> oh, so yeah, you have to stick through the whole episode in order to hear about it. Yeah. No fast forwarding. Listen, then listen to the big news at the end of the episode. Don't, Boom. don't, just don't, you know, skip out. Don't be a bitch. Listen to the whole thing. It's gonna be good. So, yeah. so this week we are gonna start our first uh, part of what's gonna turn into three parts about uh, little guy, uh, well, serial killer from the Midwest by the name of Herb Baumeister. This guy's a douchebag. He is a fucking creep. And uh, he's actually from our buddy Justin Rimmel's neck of the woods. This uh, this whole story takes place right in the mm-hmm. area of uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. So any listeners that live in Indiana, I'm sure some of you guys have probably heard of this guy. Anybody who's ever watched Ghost Adventures or any of those ghost hunting shows have also heard this guy, yep. too. Or, or any true crime. Just drive through there like you know some people do. Yeah. So... Herbert Richard Baumeister was born April 7th, 1947 in Indianapolis, Indiana, to his father, Herbert, and his mother, Elizabeth. He was the oldest of four children and had a fairly normal childhood by most accounts. Um, everything I found said that he was a fairly normal kid. You know, there was no, um, no like, reported abuse or anything like that. He had a he normal, like, upper middle class kind of childhood. His his father was a doctor and i believe his mother was a teacher oh so yeah he didn't have to really struggle for anything no they were fairly affluent you know yeah he wasn't you know homeless he was just fucked in the head yeah he you know he uh well let's we'll get into that part of it um he was the oldest of four children um and by most again by well did i already fucking read that 
I don't know. Son of a bitch. You are a bitch. Okay. So he was the oldest of four children and had a fairly normal childhood by most accounts um, until he hit his teenage years, and that's when things get a little weird. One of his childhood friends, Bill Donovan, remembered a, uh, a story from they were in... Uh, Drink. One of his childhood friends, Bill Donovan, remembered a story from when they were in fifth grade together. Donovan said that uh, uh, Herb was obsessed with piss and recalled Herb asking him in a serious manner, what do you think it would be like to drink human urine? So that's a little odd, but I'm not going to lie. I know I've known some people growing up that would ask you those kind of random questions just for the shock factor. Not actually to like want it, but they just want to see your reaction. No, from from what he said, he, oh, I he know. was more like just really like, you know, I wonder what it would be like to drink somebody's piss. No, I understand that. I'm just <laughs> saying in general, like I know people that have, would say that kind of shit. So I'd be like, okay, <laughs> odd little weird. quackers. Yeah, he's he's a little he's out there. Uh, now we all like again, well, like we were saying, we all had that one weird fucking friend when we were a kid. But this one might take the cake. He was. That's only the tip of the fucking creep iceberg that makes this guy up. Donovan also remembers something that I confirmed through a couple of different sources other than other than just through the book that I'm reading about him. Other than Wikipedia. <clears throat> yeah. Um, actually, the book I'm reading is called The Double Life of a Serial Murderer, The Life of Serial Killer Herb, uh, Herb Baumeister. So, again, I, I confirmed this through a couple of different places because it seemed a little out there. Um, but Donovan remembers uh, Little Herbie was uh, a fan of Lil playing. Herbie. Yeah, Lil Herbie was oh a, Herbie was a fan of playing with Herbie de- wants to be a dentist. It was actually Hermie, but that's okay. whatever. <laughs> Hermie doesn't want to make toys. Oh Jesus um, Christ! So Lil Herbie was a fan of playing with dead animals. The story that Donovan tells that the two were one day walking to school and Herb came across a dead bird that he immediately became fascinated with. And what after, kid hasn't? Well, the fair. But after... Poking with a stick, like, whoa, look at this fucking thing. This is kind of cool. Well, that's the thing, is after looking at it for a couple of minutes, being like, wow, that's a dead bird. That's kind of cool. He didn't hesitate, just reached right down, picked it up, stuffed it right in his pants pocket. Dead bird covered in blood and innards, just stuck it right in his pocket. Whatever. Save it for later. Fuck it. (laughs) Now, could you imagine what... Just take a second to imagine what it would feel like to have a dead bird in your side pocket, you know? Well, what level of decay was it at? Was it fresh? It'd be kind of firm, whatever. Was I mean, it through the rigor? Then it'd be kind of definitely solid. Or is it like rotten bone and you're like, wet and they, gooey? They didn't go too much into it, but I think it was- See? A, I think it was- Laziness. A, I think it was a roadkill bird, so it was probably mushy. I would, mushy? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So you got like worms and stuff, probably. Yeah. Well- <laughs> Maybe. When he got to class- Look what I got! <laughs> Pretty much. Teacher, teacher, look what I got! Uh, okay, so when he got to class... Everybody's bringing their teacher an apple. He puts a dead bird on it. <laughs> exactly! Are you That's shit exactly me? exactly what he did. Are you fucking shit he me? He walked up and put a dead fucking bird right on his teacher's That's desk. That's it. I'm now, I'm now going to be called Charles Xavier, because I am amazing. So, his, so his, his idea is like, those fuckers think they're great. Put apples and whatever else on the teacher's but desk. A- ha! I'm going to put this dead bird. Yeah, much better. No, because apparently Herb Baumeister was a cat, and he brought his teacher a dead bird, like cats do. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, after, after the teacher recovered from her horror, she started interrogating kids and found that uh, that Herb had to be... had was Had to be beaten yeah. within an inch of his life. She, which, oh, she, so she he, found Herb to be the responsible party. So he did it sneakily. Yeah, he just kind of like... Whoop. As he walked in, it's like, plop, dead bird. And just, like, went to his desk. He's like, I'm just going to set this right here. Hold on. Boop. 
and Blackwater. Okay, I can kind of see that. would be like, you know, this is like either the teacher was giving him a hard time or just being an asshole, or maybe he thought it'd be funny. I again, <laughs> kids used to put tax on teacher seats. I know a kid that I went to high school with thought it'd be funny if he poured buck urine or dough urine, whatever that fucking oh. mating shit is, in his teacher's vent of his car. Mainly because he was an oh, asshole, that but that stuff stinks too. Yeah, like I've seen some fucked up crazy shit, so I'd be like, well, <laughs> not admitting to that one. So my my thing is, did he was this like a drive by, like you know, just like plop on <laughs> a drive by burning, drive by burning, <laughs> or, or, did, or did he like just stop and was like looked around? Okay, I don't see. So oh, I don't see anybody looking. I think what Sweet. he did is he had it in his left pocket, teacher's desk on his right pocket. He's looking around, everyone's not paying attention. Straight behind the back, whoop. Magic Johnson style, and just kept walking like nothing, like nobody's business. He rocks the fucking hook shot from the right? door. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, sky hook it. Boop, and it lands, and it goes. Blarp. And then and he's like, two points. Nice. And sits down. But I don't, I don't think he meant it to be like, oh, this is going to be funny. I think it was like, well, I brought my teacher a present kind of thing. Yeah. He, he was a fucking weird kid. Eh, um, kids are weird. So... <laughs> So even though he was he was a weird kid and an even weirder teenager, he managed to shake it off when he got to high school, and he got the kind of fresh start that a lot of people want when they go to high school. You know, you can kind of get away from the person you were when you were in elementary school. Yeah. And you're making new friends, and you can be a different person completely. That never worked for me. No, no. no. Well, fuck, dude. We The high school that Kevin and I went to, we'd known everybody that we were in class with anyway because there was, what, four schools that went there? So you were going to meet maybe a couple other kids that you didn't know? Oh, no, I was, regardless, I was always Chucky Finster. It was a redheaded kid with with glasses, freckles, and fucking crazy red hair. No matter what what grade I was in, no matter what school I was went to, it was like, oh, wow, I'm the only one here. Fuck. (laughs) Anyway, enough of my fucking stupid life. So he went on to attend North Central High School in uh, Indianapolis. Um, Even though it was a public high school, it was a... it was a fairly affluent school in the 60s. Even among the more well-to-do students, Herb was still looked at as a bit of an odd duck, but he was uh, he was mo- so he was mostly left alone. He didn't he had his friends here and there, but he didn't really stick out anywhere. You know, he was a wallflower. Yeah, he was you know, That guy's like, "Oh, I think I may have known him, but then when you look back in the yearbook, like, I don't remember really seeing this person except for maybe in the hallway once or twice or maybe that one class." Yeah. He was Emil Modestrano. Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, I think I went to high school with that guy. Eh, anyway, <laughs> kind of, you know. Are you sure he was in our grade? I don't know. <laughs> right? So, again, like like we said, he didn't really have a lot of friends in high school, and he date he did not date at all in high school. Or maybe he did. It was his pillow. <laughs> or his hand. Well, Molly Palmer he... and her five sisters. Well, or I mean, Rosie. If you're, a lef- if you're a lefty, it's Jill. I thought it was Rosie. J-I-L-L. Whoa. <laughs> Right? I don't know left. We're exactly. talking about left hands. Yeah. Yeah. Never gonna be able to see that. Exactly. Ew. You're welcome. <laughs> Worst part is I shook that left hand once. Ew. Now I know it's named Jill. Ew. Ugh. You guys have never seen that before? No, we're not left handed. We're normal. We have right hands. You've never oh my god. I saw a, a guy I in think Facebook. We're the left side of our brain, but No, there know. there was a guy on Facebook that posted it from when he was over in uh uh I think he was in Afghanistan. And he posted a thing. He's like standing out in the middle of the desert, and he's like, "Yep, spending uh, Valentine's Day with uh, with Jill." He's got a picture of his hand, and he did it on like Snapchat or something where you can draw on the picture. So he's like, mm, 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 mm. and it spells out. I was like, "That's fucking funny." 
Continue on with this shithole yes. bag. So in 1965, he enrolled at Indiana University in Bloomington. He, uh, he was at first really excited to attend one of the most prestigious schools in the Midwest, but grew tired of it pretty quickly and dropped out after one semester. As most people do. Right. But I mean, mm-hmm. Indiana University, that's that's a big time Indiana, school. Indiana, not Indian. That's what I said. No, you keep saying Indian. Do I? Yeah. Because I thought I said Indiana. No, you said Indian. Listen to it back. It's actually kind of funny. You keep saying Indian and then Indiana. Oh, uh, because I'm getting Indianapolis and yeah. yeah. I don't know you racist fuck. <laughs> Whatever. At least I'm not calling it Redskin. <laughs> They're not a football team. No. Anyway. He went to North American Savage University. <laughs> uh, that would be the most badass college ever. Right? Fuck, I'd go to that. And their fucking logo, all it is, is like a four-leaf clover. Just something random, like a billy club. What the fuck's that have to do with a, being a savage? It's just a blunt. It's just a... <laughs> a blunt object. What's, what's your school's flag? Mmm. <laughs> it's just it's, it's a liver eating Johnson leg. It's just a fucking scalp with just blood and shit hanging off. No, it's a leg. A flagpole. It's a dismembered leg of a motherfucker being carried by another motherfucker. <laughs> that wishes a motherfucker would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm loving this. So he would he would attempt to attend college on and off for the rest of the 60s and 70s, but he never finished. He never yeah. went back and actually graduated. But he met his future wife, Julie Sater, at Indiana University in 1968. Even after all the horrific, horrendous shit that Herb did in the future, she would still look back at him in interviews and go, well, you know, I, we had we just had this, like, connection. We were, like, kindred spirits, and he was a really nice guy. Maybe he was to her. Yeah, dude. Sometimes yeah. They, 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 these guys, a lot of times these guys run dual, dual lives. Yeah. This this guy reminds me of a lot of people that we could potentially be talking about on this show. Uh, he, there's definitely the Jeffrey Dahmer part of it. A little bit of Gacy. The Ted Bundy of just being, oh, he's a fucking normal dude, you know, whatever. He he kind of had it all going. Yeah, she also said he was, he was a, uh, a lot of fun to be around and a really... Uh, he was a kinky motherfucker. She said he was nice, fun to be with, and a good-looking guy. Which, if you look at pictures of the guy, he looks like a turtle with a toupee on it. He really does. <laughs> All right. I guess this guy. It's true. It's damn true. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. You suck. You suck. Milk. <laughs> so you pull, you're pulling him up? Yeah. Okay. Not me. I don't need to. So both Herb and Julie... Um, Held long-standing and very strict conservative views on life and politics, which would be uh, don't need to talk about it. No, no, no. But but it does kind of play a little bit of it here because into, this into why he murdered. Uh, well, we're going to get people. into that because it, it would have really confused him a lot because you know considering Indiana's type of conservatism at the time, which was very very anti-gay. Um, yeah, that's why I said which is that's why he would you know. Because of why he murdered people, because of his, his conservative views. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It was the fact oh, no. that, that he was okay. uh, he was a gay man himself, but had to hide it. Trapped in a heterosexual body? Exactly. It, same thing with Jeffrey Dahmer. Or, you know, well, Dahmer didn't really hide the fact that he was gay so much. Uh, John Wayne Gacy, where he was like, ah, I can't let people know that I'm gay. So, there uh, it is. Hide it, hide it, hide it. Exactly. Don't let anybody know. Exactly. So if Julie noticed anything like 
anything like that about her or his personality or him just being a little off with things like that. She didn't let on to any of it. And the first, the couple had their first, uh, fuck drink. Yeah. Had his first fuck, huh? Oh no, not quite. Um, <laughs> they push the two twins beds together and they're like, Hey, you murder place or my place. <laughs> Fucking Dick Van Dyke style. Ugh. Dick Van Dick. No, the, the couple, the couple drink. Were, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the couple were married on November 21st of 1971. A short time after the two were married, uh, Herb started acting distraught for no understandable reason. He would spend just days on end in the living room just crying and being upset. And eventually Herb's father had him checked into the mental ward at the LaRue D. Carter Hospital. Uh, Baumeister was diagnosed with a, quote, compulsive disorder, which was kind of a blanket term used for everything from... <clears throat> Uh, like obsessive compulsive uh, schizophrenia, pretty much any kind of mental disorder. It would have just been like, oh, it's a compulsive thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. A little bit of rest, relaxation, some medication will help them it, and will help them feel better. We'll help them get better. Exactly. We'll, we'll get them on the lithium. He'll be okay. Yeah. Even though there was widespread abuse from both patients and staff over the years at LaRue Carter, Herb never made any mention of being being you know oh so it was obviously from we discussed from previous episodes and we know from previous knowledge during this time mental facilities like this yeah a lot of times the staff did do abusive or have abusive techniques right so also the other patients as well were abusive to each other Mm -hmm. okay so again that would make sense they're probably one big common area and they all kind of reside in there and you know occasionally things would happen yeah okay and he never was touched? Nope. He never never made any mention of being, you know, abused or anything. That's a difference. Oh. Or, so that's different than usual because usually it's like, oh, well, I was abused by this guy. Or I was sexually abused by this person. Yeah. Like we've seen in the past. Exactly. <clears throat> Especially at mental hospitals that yeah. we've talked about. So after Herb was released from the hospital, he and Julie bought their first house, um, which was actually just about a block to two blocks away from his parents' house. Oh, so that's not that bad. One of the reasons for that is that his father being a doctor was like, why don't you guys live close to us in so case... I can keep an eye on you if exactly. anything happens. Makes sense. Exactly. Uh, so Julie started work... Um, well, I should say should start with saying that Julie graduated from Indiana University with um, a bachelor's degree to be a teacher. Nice. So she started work as a teacher um, at the local high school, and Herb started work at the DMV as a clerk. It's a respectable job. It sucks, but as much as it sucks, it's still better than him just resting on his parents' pension or their money or his wife doing all the work and he does nothing. So he he worked and Julie was teaching when the couple had their first child, Marie, in 1979, who would be followed by Eric in 1981 and Emily in 1984. Oh, she's the same age as me. 84. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ghostbusters. (laughs) Uh, Baumeister would end up leaving the DMV in 1985 after a fairly strange incident. <laughs> it was it was actually uh, a series of strange incidents that... Did he bring his co-workers dead birds on the side of the road again? No. As a, like, hey, look, you're awesome. I love you. No, but one of them did have something to do with piss. <laughs> Poop chocolate? Where he, like, takes turd and, you know, sections it off and then puts it in, like, one of those little heart... Oh, you mean like, Tootsie Rolls? Ru- ruffle Stouffer things. <laughs> so he's like, hey, look, I got you a Ruffle Stouffer's heart of chocolate. It's really poo-poo. No? How do you get the cherry inside the poop, then? Dude, seriously? It's not that hard. You take it, flatten it out, you put the cherry in, you roll it in. 
Make it a little ball like you would like Play-Doh. You got to get your your molding tools to get the fucking... No, no, the, you just use your hands. You warm no, up with water. No, and then just you, to, to get the designs on the top. Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. So you do the design. Right, and then you what know? you do is you obviously keep the paper. You put them right back in there. Sometimes you may have to sprinkle them a little, little cocoa powder or something like that. A little fancy fans. And you're like, ah, here you go. I love you guys. <laughs> and you're over there like... <laughs> Done. <laughs> hey, guys, I got Ruffle Stouffer's chocolates for you downstairs. You want some, huh? <laughs> Oh, I want. I like the ones with the, the creamy stuff in them. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get semen inside of a poop chocolate? Again, you, what you do is you get it so it's like, like put it in the fridge. It gets a little you, firm. No, hold I was on. Gonna say, you out. have to cool the semen. You have no. You have to cool the two. The, the number two, the poo. Then you roll it out, and then what you do is, and you do pluck. You want to put it in a separate little container. Then what you do is you do a little glazer. <laughs> And then one it warms up a little. You bring it around. You fly it around. Boom! Nailed it. Have you done this before? No, I watch a lot of baking shows. And poo is like Play-Doh, isn't it? Look, mom, I made it myself. Yay! <laughs> Except this, is, this doesn't come out of the carpet as easily. Wow, this kind of tastes like shit. Well, speaking of that, it's a that Mister Good Bar is technically my poo, and I ate a lot of poo notes. Oh, dude, why'd you have to ruin that? Those are one of my favorite candies. <laughs> You're gonna still eat it. You're that's, fatty. That's true. So will I. And I'll eat it. Like, uh, <laughs> num, 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 num. So, uh, Continuing. Yeah, I'm going to restart this paragraph. Please do. Uh, Baumeister would end up leaving he's the... He's looking at how to do poo art. No. He's, he's looking at poo porn. Gigi Allen over here. No Dude, hi- that guy was fucking crazy. No high poo. No, we're not talking about high poo. Look up Gigi Allen and watch one of his shit. Yeah, dude, dude, Gigi Allen used to like cut his chest up and shit in his hands and rub on it. He would also there, like, take, while he was on stage. He would be naked on the stage and he would take a shit. Like, actually, I may do an episode on Gigi Allen because I love that crazy ass <laughs> motherfucker. He one time was jerking off and then he pissed and jerk off on the fans. He'd take a shit and throw it everywhere. And one day he literally after a concert, he's covered in blood, piss, shit, all this stuff. Like one girl threw a fucking used tampon on him. He ate it. And he just walked right down. Dude, Gigi like, Allen was a fucking. He walked weirdo. down like the heart of New York City or L.A. Something like that, just covered in this shit, just fucking going nuts. He's like, his whole thing was he gave no shit about anything. Found him like the next day, fucking overdose. Yep. And anyway, he had he had in his will that when he was buried, he wanted people to piss on his grave on his birthday. So people will still go out to his gravestone and piss all over it on his birthday. Yeah, there's nothing he cared about. No, he like, gave a fuck about nothing. Yeah, I think he came from a military family. Dude, I. I think you're onto something. I think a Gigi Allen episode is in order. Maybe after I get back from Adepticon, maybe that'll yes. be my episode. Well, you have two episodes then. Because we did have a fan request for it. That is true. Okay, we got to go. Okay, so gonna, I'm going to restart up here. Yep. Baumeister would would end up leaving the DMV in 1985 after a pretty weird incident. Okay. Uh, he had become fond of hanging out with his younger coworkers, and he, attempt, uh, he attended a party at one of their houses. Mm, okay, that doesn't seem anything out of the norm. Right. Yeah, no, not yet. So the party was getting a little out of control, and some people were like, eh, I'm going to take off. I'm going to go home for the night. Yeah, because they're like, you guys are way too young, and I'm too old. And plus, we got work tomorrow. We don't want to stand in line. Yeah, I mean, it, this was the 70s, so you never know. Maybe somebody busted out the fucking mirror, and you know. Oh, yeah. Or the weed. Yeah, maybe we're doing some Coke lines or whatever. Yeah, like drinking Coke through their nose. <laughs> See, I've tried I've tried doing Coke before, but I keep getting ice cubes stuck in it. My nose. Uh, you got to let them get a little more melted. Fuck. Yeah, watered anyway. down a little more. Sorry. So, so as one of them was actually headed out the door, Herb grabbed the keys and took off in his car. <laughs> so he's, he's wait, wait, wait. One of his coworkers was leaving, and he's like, "Whoop!" Yeah. Just grabbed his keys and fucking stole his car and took off in it. Okay, that is not that bad. Well, no. <laughs> so after he grabs this dude's keys, he takes off in the car. There was actually a couple of people in the car already. 
So kind of like my story. Exactly. So Which Herb, is fun. Herb is completely shitted at this point in time. <laughs> he's driving all over the place. He's going down the road. He's going out through fucking fields and stuff. Okay, that's definitely fucked up. <laughs> so he, he's coming back to bring the car back, and he kind of got into a fender bender with another car. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this is something definitely I could see a kid doing, not a, a grown man, a man in his thirties. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Okay. So the the thing that the people that were in the car thought was really weird was as soon as he fucking hit the other car, he's like, "Oh shit!" Threw it in reverse, stomped on it, got it back in gear, and just fucking took off. Well, yeah, because it's not his car. He doesn't want to get completely. In trouble. He's like, "Fuck this!" Flood the scene. We're not gonna, you know. So, Whatever. DMV. He's okay. So Herb, you can make it disappear. <laughs> pretty much. So Herb finagled his way into getting everyone in the car to keep quiet about the incident. Um, but when he was eventually brought in front of a judge for, you know, drunk driving. Stealing and, a car, hitting, <laughs> leaving the scene out. of an accident. Exactly. He was actually let off of any charges. <laughs> okay, why? So... Because maybe his parents had something to do with it. He was a he was a stand up guy. He'd never done anything before, you know. Wild night but, of debauchery. Everyone has one. Exactly. So, Mommy and daddy probably pulled some strings. So this is the first time that he would successfully cover up a crime and get away with it. Okay. Wouldn't be the last. Another one of the reasons that he parted the DMV was uh, because he got fed up with his boss and actually pissed in his desk, <laughs> like open drawers, pissed on That's the top. Some punk of rock shit. Yeah. Again, Gigi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, the, one of the, I guess, from what I was reading, I didn't put it in here, but one of the things that kind of motivated him to piss on the desk is that there was a, a letter uh, addressed to the the manager or whatever the fuck he is of the DMV. Yeah. From the governor's office. And the governor had actually, like, they had, like, the seal on the front of it and everything. And he was so sick of his job, he's like, fuck this. And he went in and he, he wanted to piss on the letter initially, but it was like, Opened up some drawers and stuff and just pissed all over this desk. It's like a fucking cat. Like a sick cat. No, was, this wasn't his first time doing this because he did it to his teacher, right? He, he gave his teacher a dead bird. But he yeah. also pissed at her desk. No, no, no. He, I, he, saw, I saw, I was like just looking at his picture stuff. Well, yeah, I, there was reports of that, but they, I didn't really confirm anything of him pissing in his teacher's desk. I, I definitely got the dead bird stuff, but he, he liked pee. So that's, well, it's very possible. He wanted to know what it was like to drink it, so. Yeah. I mean, I think people would have recognized, like, would have saw the fact that he pissed in his teacher's desk if he was in there. I think that would have unless definitely... he did it like between classes or something. But... Yeah, I don't know. But there, there was there was witnesses for the bird, so that's why I was like, "That's fucked." We're gonna yeah. <laughs> so after leaving the DMV, Herb moved on to his next his next business venture, which would be founding a series of up of upscale thrift shops called Save a Lot. I'm not sure if they're still around or not. Oh boy. This guy should just went into like I don't know, cleaning septic systems or any of that kind of shit. Jumped off a building, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um. So I kind of I kind of pictured this place as being like, uh, almost like a goodwill kind of thing, but you know, for profit instead. Yeah. Um. So Herb's mom footed the initial cost of the business to the tune of three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to open the first store. And this is what eighties money. Uh. Or- yeah. Uh. 85, 87, somewhere that's in that neighborhood. That's a huge chunk of change. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. It's like a mill now, like a million. Yeah, pretty close. Or right around there. Yeah. The better part of it. <clears throat> so, fortunately for the Baumeisters, the gamble paid off. Actually, the first store opened in 1988. So, yeah, that was still a ass load of money. Yeah. With the store doing well and money coming in, uh, Herb moved his family to the now infamous Fox Hollow Farm. 
The farm was situated on 16 acres of land. The house itself was 9,500 square feet. That's like a fucking high school. That's a big house. Yeah, because my house is like 1,700 square feet. Yeah. So this this would be like... Fuck, that's a compound. Eight of my house, pretty much. Yeah. And that's a lot of... That's a big house. That's like a fucking compound. Yeah. It had a five-car garage, horse stables, and an indoor swimming pool. With, yeah. It was like an attached uh, pool house kind of thing. There's some foreshadowing. Yeah. we're The pool's definitely going to play... Uh, going to play a part here the home had 15 rooms which included four bedrooms and five full bathrooms the property was ringed uh, ringed by woods which would be the eventual uh, dumping ground for uh, herb baumeister's victims during summers uh herb and his family would go to his mother's lake house in syracuse indiana which was about 80 miles north of, of where they lived on fox hollow farm after a while he stopped going on vacation with them because he was staying home to tend to the business and you know do paperwork and make sure everything's going good it was more more of a working vacation for him but the wife and kids are going out to the lake and they're hanging out with grandma whatever yeah people do that all the time i know people that bring their laptops to do work while they're technically on vacation you don't count i uploaded two episodes last time i went on vacation that doesn't count so um so with the wife and kids away herb decided it's time to play he started cruising gay bars in, Indi- in uh, Indianapolis and bringing young, young men home with him. Uh, and for some reason, nobody really noticed that these guys were just like disappearing from the bar and then not showing up anymore for a while. I just thought, well, of the time, if you're homosexual, you were in probably for a little bit and then they disappeared and they either thought the AIDS got you or someone else got you or you just left because something happened. I mean, even – yeah, because this, this was – this this ran right up into the '90s. This whole scenario, so it would have been around that same time with like Jeffrey Dahmer, where it's kind of um, like the gay community would be kind of liquid, where no people are there for a little bit, then they move on to the next town, and then you might see them again some point in time. But yeah, so that was going to be my uh, my question was, and I know we kind of briefly touched on it, but this town just want to because I know with the time change, was it more? understanding of the gay lifestyle no. or is it still one of those things you had to keep it on the down low yeah it, it was still like uh we don't we don't tell anybody that i'm gay so kinda. probably when those people stop coming around they probably like don't ask don't tell unless yep. if they were major people like the baumeisters or someone else of you know repute in the uh neighborhood or in the town then they would probably be suspicious but these people that are random people coming in there for a little while and then moving on they're probably right. like fuck them yeah or i hate to say this because it's not my viewpoint but oh they're gay they fuck off who cares yeah if they come up missing fuck them kind of like uh when we talk about prostitutes or women of the night the less dead yeah they're they're not a, they don't even see them as a statistic because to them they're like fuck it they're just people that we don't need to worry about it's yep. not anybody of importance and it's really sad them coming up missing is saving us doing our job by having to arrest them for doing yeah, something or illegal. looking into it oh they just ran away exactly. they just ran away they're not missing they just they left so in July I'm sorry July 1994 34 year old Roger Allen Goodlett was in a gay nightclub in Indy uh, Roger was no stranger to staying out late with his regular crew, you know his, his crew at the club uh, July 22nd Roger's mother called the police to report him missing it would be three years before Roger's remains would be found. Mm. Something, uh, something I found a little strange with this case was uh, the police department at the time had a policy of waiting 30 days before starting a full investigation into a missing person. 
Probably because like we were talking about with the runaways. Yeah. I mean, you, you're supposed to wait, what is it, like 24 to 48 hours to report now, somebody missing? Now, yes. Well, it's also dependent on the area, too, on the actual police department. Right. Like around here, it's within like 12 to 24 hours, depending on the severity of the case. If it's a kid, it's right away they'll like put out a APB. If it's – we had a gentleman that went missing around this area not that long ago. He was missing for like – I think it was – 20 hours and his mom called and said that he was missing and then they put out a missing persons yeah and they found him within a couple days he just went down to boston didn't tell anybody yeah so of the 80s and where they are it's all dependent on what the procedure was at the time and i mean i I would have figured it would have been quicker than that being a big city because i mean indianapolis is a it's a it's a big city yeah you have somebody go missing they'd be like oh fuck let's try to find this person because God only knows what the hell happened to him. We might find him in a ditch somewhere. They might be. This is also the era where people hitchhiked. That's true. And, you know, you could go across country hitchhiking and you'd either wake up dead or you'd make it. So uh, Roger's family decided, fuck that whole 30-day wait period bullshit. <laughs> they hired a PI named Virgil Vandegriff, which is a Greatest fucking name awesome ever. name. So. Hello, my name is Virgil. Virgil Vandegriff. For, for some reason, I just pictured like. An angry German man? I no, I pictured like Idris Elba, <laughs> just like a big stocky black dude. Like I'm gonna fucking find your kid. You don't worry about it. Oh no, I see the <laughs> the uh, we referenced him before, but the uh, the the mustache from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh shit! The yeah. sheriff, just this Damn. big hulking dude, like pure muscle upon muscle, not like anything else, or really old dude. Because Virgil's <sighs> one of those names that can go either either way. It's or either. It's- you're, it's either a black dude or an old white guy. Yeah. Or it's it's like the middle spectrum where it's actually not. It's actually a guy that's, you know, he's more like uh, Peugeot or whatever, you know. My name is Virgil. Virgil Vandegrift. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of French people in Indian. Yeah, I was like, you kind of lost it on that one. Yeah, I can, uh, anyway, you know, I mean, he's just like that middle, you know, like I got the mustache and, you know. You're going, ha- you're going handlebar. I'm going like. Full on, like comes down to the chin, like Fu Manchu style. <laughs> Not any farther than it goes right to the chin line. He's got that little sweet little triangle flavor saver, and you know he's packing two pan guns. Got a got a nineteen eleven, got a thirty eight special right on his he's on got, his ankle. No, one, one's in a shoulder holster, and he just smokes cigarettes like a fucking chimney. Cigars. He's a man. <laughs> Vandegrift got no leads or information at all on this case until thirty two days after the disappearance had been reported. So they he looked into it for the full 30 days, and then a couple of days after, he started getting some information coming in. That's how it always goes, right? Right. So when he found out about a man named Alan Bassard, who was also missing, Bassard, uh, Bassard fit the same profile as the other victims, a gay man of about the same age, similar height and build, worked the same type of job, went to the same uh, nightclubs and bars and stuff, Ran in a similar group of people and seemed to have very similar likes and dislikes as the other two men that were missing at this point in time. So, because yeah, this is like all, the time. All, Herbie, all Herbie's got himself a type. Yeah, because this is the time where gay bars were underground. Yeah, I mean, it was not something like, you know, mm-hmm. like the one we stumbled into in Pittsburgh. We we're just like, <sighs> so this being the time before cell phones and whatnot, all people had to, had to go on pretty much was word of mouth. So... Word began to spread like wildfire through the gay community that many of the men who were that were regulars at the clubs began uh, hanging out flyers and urging anyone with information on anybody missing to uh, to like come forward and go talk to the police and makes sense. Know. 
So this actually paid off. So tips began to flood in from many different sources to the police and to the private investigator that was looking into it. Many eyewitnesses claimed that they had seen Roger get into a shiny blue car that was parked down the street in front of a uh, in front of the downtown library. The man driving was a lone male in his 30s, uh, a white male in his 30s, who was driving the car and had Ohio plates. Vandegrift uh, staked out parking lots in the area uh, for weeks but had absolutely no result. In the meantime, prominent members of the gay community called the police endlessly and other gay men uh, about other gay men who had come up missing in the area of Indianapolis and the surrounding little suburbs and whatnot. So one man that would call the police was named uh, Mark Goodyear, who told a very, very disturbing story to the police. He told them that he had met a man at a local gay bar and uh, the plan was to go back to his house. When they got uh, when they got there, they continued drinking and started, you know, fucking around, whatever. And yeah, you know, having some fun. Yeah, you know, some consensual fun. Exactly. And that's when things got a little strange. <laughs> oh, I feel, I feel like I've said that a lot this episode. Nah. Yeah. So Baumeister uh, Baumeister took him. Baumeister. Yeah. Boomister. Uh, Baumeister took him into the house, which he told uh, he told Goodyear. That it was actually his boss's house, and he was just a groundskeeper there. Alibi. Yeah, exactly. I don't own this place. Whatever. So they went in down by the swimming pool. Um, Baumeister seemed to be the only one that was actually there at the time, but Goodyear kept noticing that there was fucking mannequins everywhere. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> so when Goodyear was like, so what's up with the mannequins, you know? Herb's like, I get lonely out here. So I can have somebody to talk to. <laughs> Fucking hate mannequins, dude. Especially those ones that are like close to human life. Fuck. From from what I saw, some of the pictures they were just like those blank, like uh, nope, like the beige ones that have no face or anything. Dude, ever since I saw that movie Mannequin with what's that nuts and that fucking Kim Trail, I always wanted to destroy every fucking mannequin. <laughs> Xbox 360, The Condemned. That game made me hate fucking mannequins. Exactly. <laughs> Cocksuckers moving. No, thank you. Uh, so Goodyear and Herb decided to do, you know, keep drinking and, you know, maybe smoke some weed and just kind of shoot the shit for a little bit. Herb was playing a well-constructed role during the initial meeting that the two had. He claimed that he was 28 years old, even though he, at this point in time he was in his late 40s. Uh, during his time with Goodyear, he also told uh, told him that he kept his homosexuality a secret from his parents because it would, it would, quote, kill them to know that he was gay. Again, it's obvious of the time or it's standard of the time. The truth of the matter is that Herb's father had died almost a decade before. Oh, shit. And his mother was kind of towards the end of her life in a nursing home. So neither one of them would have really given a fuck at this point in time if he was gay. Especially his dad. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. So after the small talk was over, uh, Herb asked Goodyear to go into the pool with him. And Herb explained to him what... And this is... he the The author wrote it very... Tactfully? No, he wrote it very specifically of how uh, oh. of how Herb said it. Sexual asphyxiation. So. Oh God. Yeah. So it's one of those types. Obviously, it's when you uh, you know when you choke yourself or your partner during sex and whatever. Yeah, you get off on that shit because apparently it makes orgasms better. I don't know. I did put choke and stroke in parentheses underneath this though because I had to make myself giggle a little bit because uh, it got, <laughs> got a little fucking dark. So after explaining it to Goodyear, uh, Herb asked him to strangle him a little bit. Goodyear claimed that during the uh, during the event, Baumeister temporarily passed out. So Herb was satisfied with the experience, um, 
and decided I'm going to let me try it on you. See if you may, you know, see if maybe you like it. So he grabbed the little garden hose that they were using and started choking Goodyear with it. Goodyear lost consciousness, which he faked by the way, to see what kind of reaction that he would get out of, out of a, to see what kind of reaction he would get out of Baumeister. So maybe like a little bit of preemptive role play. Yeah. So Baumeister, okay. yeah, Baumeister thinking Goodyear had been rendered unconscious, released the hose and just kind of hovered over him, just staring at him like a fucking creep. Um, as Herb, as Herb stood there again, staring at him, Goodyear opened his eyes, which completely shocked Herb. Like, oh fuck! I thought you were, you know, I thought you were out. Goodyear had the feeling that Baumeister wanted him to stay unconscious permanently, which he, uh, which he thought. You okay? Which he thought. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to restart that sentence. Yeah, do it up. So Goodyear had the feeling that Baumeister wanted him to stay unconscious permanently, which he th- which he thought threw his attacker off guard when he opened his eyes. Herb kind of played it cool, though, you know, just started talking about, like, okay, so what did you think of it? I thought this. You know, how did you feel about it? <clears throat> but, again, he got really creepy when he said he enjoyed watching people's eyes bulge out of their head and their faces turn different colors just before they went out. Probably not something you want to hear from somebody that you're about to have sex with. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, let me choke you a little bit, but I really, really like it. It's a little disconcerting. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll just hold my breath for a little bit and maybe, okay. Nothing makes me harder than watching people's eyes almost pop out of their heads because they can't breathe. That's a little fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Even just saying that in general to somebody yeah. is like. A little? Ugh. Yeah. No, that's a lot. So Goodyear expressed his displeasure about what had just happened and threatened to go to the police. Baumeister told him that if he went to the police, quote, they wouldn't believe someone like you. Again, because he was a gay man. And they would believe the respected business owner, family man over random gay dude. Unf- yeah, sucks, but probably true at the time. So the, the same thing kind of happened. I had to find where I was. It was a kind of a similar situation as like what Jeffrey Dahmer had with one of his victims that got away and the police found him and they're like, uh, nope, nope, you go back with him because we don't want to deal with any kind of weird sex, you know, sexual shit that you two are obviously into. So. Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. Exactly. Uh. Go on. So Baumeister tried to play the whole thing off and ended up bringing Goodyear back to his own house and just letting him go. Goodyear would not forget the encounter and began to wonder if some of his missing acquaintances had actually fallen victim to Herb Baumeister, and he began to uh, actively aid the police in their investigation of the missing people. He was also one of the first people to give uh, investigators a physical description of Herb Baumeister that would actually be uh, developed into like your uh, identikit sketch shit yeah. like that that they would put up for... The sketch um, artists and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. They'd put up for like, hey, have you seen this, this fucking weirdo? He looks like a fucking nerd wiener that yeah. deserves to get shot. He looks like he looks like a naked ferret with a bad toupee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they would they would take these drawings and they'd go around to like the different gay bars and stuff and go, "Hey, this is the guy we're looking for. Anybody seen him? Yes, no, whatever." So, or if you have, keep an eye out and let us know. Exactly. So that's kind of where I want to leave it off for this week, and then we'll come back and finish up this nutsack next week and then the week after that kevin's gonna come back with some really really interesting shit um but but we're still not done yet 
might be done with the, the, the topic for the week, but... But 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 so, but. so the, the one year anniversary of the of yeah the podcast. So we've got some big fucking news, folks. <clears throat> but, but before we get to that, let's just talk about you know being one year. You know yeah. How how you know just how it feels and you know all that good stuff. <laughs> How it feels? You're kind of like struggling here, man. It's, it's tingly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, it's like icy hot in your nuts. It's no. <laughs> Did we talk about that once? I think so. Mm. Yes. I definitely have put icy hot in people's cups before for baseball. So. Um, wow, you're a fucking animal. Yeah, we were kind of dicks to each other, but it's fine. That's what you're directly affecting is the dick. <laughs> um, so, you crazy kids, how does it feel to be doing this for a year? Be one year old. Like I said at no, the I'm beginning, asking. like I said at the beginning, I honestly didn't think it was going to last this long. I, <laughs> I thought we'd run for like eh, a couple of months and go. Eh, I don't think this is for us, but it just it just feels right to keep doing. You know. What about you, Mister Kevin H? Yeah. Because you guys I, have been doing this for a lot longer than me. I got another couple months before I've actually done this shit for yeah. a year. So yeah. I'm getting. I'm gonna. This is all about you guys. I I think you know. I mean, personally, I was like, yeah, you know. It'd be cool to talk about, you know, things that we talked about, just you know, general conversation. I mean, yeah, th- this podcast essentially started as to like, wh- hey, we, what would we happen t- if we recorded our conversations we have on car rides about stupid shit, you know? Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and, and and could you know, sometimes we have these really weird conversations, other ones, different conversations with Seth in oh, the God. vehicle. You know, it's like uh, different than what we have normal. But you know, mm. sometimes they still do. Will you know cross over a little bit? Yeah, we cross streams big time. <laughs> yeah, because my as if anybody knows, and anybody who knows me personally, I'm the most random fucking person ever. So for me to be on this is kind of fun because I don't know what's coming up next. And my random fucking knowledge, as I usually share with fun little stories, it's really cool. And also from a, a listener's standpoint, from being from the outsider in, you guys' first episode, you guys were so timid and yeah. like scared and didn't. Welcome to the Dark Window Podcast. Oh, we talk about this. And then now you guys are like, well, fuck this shit. It's actually been great because it's also, this gives you an outlet to spew the bullshit that's on your two's brains. Exactly. And it's, it is true because no offense, I love you guys, but some of this stuff is straight up bullshit. I'm sorry. And I go along with it because I'm like, I love you guys. You guys are my friends. And Bree tells me, my wife tells me not to be assholes. Even though I'm like, I get out. I'm like, wow, that was exhausting. But you have fun but picking I'm the, on half the shit that we yeah, talk about. Yeah, the thing is, too, it also from my standpoint is a lot of shit I never knew about. A lot of this stuff is completely yeah. new to me. So I'm coming in this. Literally, we should take a picture of what you guys bring, and you guys bring laptops, and you bring this, and you bring all this you research. Bring phone. <laughs> I bring a monster can, a Funko, my phone, and then usually a crazy ass attitude for just want to talk about this shit. Listen, if if you you know, if and it it's wasn't just for, wasn't for this, you wouldn't get the. Yeah, man, I've never had the greatest fucking thing ever, which I want to turn into a real character and write a book about, Liver Eating Johnson, but in my own historical fiction way. I think I think we should make a fanfic movie about him and you play him. <laughs> or, or, or we would, would have a, you know, talking about, every time we talk about a businessman or something or a frog comes up, right? Do they lick him? You know, I mean. I still think we need to, we need to have a fucking... Tried it, not for me. An unknown businessman, frogman t-shirt made up. Somebody's got to design that. That'd be fucking awesome. And the biggest shocker for me 
about do, been doing this is the fact that we started the Facebook page. We had, I don't know, like one person six seven you know people but they're mostly people we knew they were all people that we knew yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like boom it kind of like it spread and now we're up to a, what 157 yeah. last time i checked Which isn't bad like considering yeah. like some like other people may have a little bit more but they also have a wider spectrum of fan base right like you know they are on a major network or whatever this or, is completely homegrown like you guys are fantastic they're, they're from different areas of the country where uh-huh. you have a better like a, a larger population, like up here, not we've whole got, bunk Vermont. We've got what three hundred thousand people in the state, which is less than the. I don't even know if we have that much. Less than the population of like Brooklyn. And again, we probably have a, some, maybe that number, because there are some areas in the state where people don't even know anything about what the yeah. census is. Glastonbury has got six people that live there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and then we, then we got you know my hometown at thirty. But the, the, what, what really shocked me with that was the fact that. People, we you know, we're like, oh man, you know, nobody's really posting anything. And then all of a sudden, like, it just like took off, and people started yeah. posting. Ray Lafond, yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray. Is, Ray is one of our old, our like longest running members on the on the thing. Aaron, I think we're gonna uh, have to get a hold of him. Yeah, I mean, fuck, and you know, it, a lot of it's got to do with the fact that there's other shows out there that I contacted on Facebook, and I was like, hey. You know, we're kind of new to this. Would you guys run a promo for us? And they're like, yeah, sure. Send us one. Yeah. We, we send them one. And, you know, all of a sudden then we got 15, 20 more listeners that are like, hey, I listened to, I heard about you guys on this show or I heard about you on this show. And then they're like, you guys are actually pretty fucking funny. Okay, cool. It's like any given time we got Jonathan Gerlock that, yeah, you know, dude, post something. Yep. Uh, Ray posts something. Aaron Thorsell. Aaron Thorsell. I mean, it's like... <laughs> It's like all of a sudden, it's like, boom, random things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what the hell is this? Ooh, yeah, and that's the way hey, it look. needs to be. Like, sometimes, yeah, it's cool to be like a Joe Rogan or like a Chris Jericho or like these people have huge followings. But also, it's something to say that this is community driven. Yeah, this is D- this is DIY, like to the core. Like, <laughs> I'm not on Facebook, but my wife is, and she will give me heads up with a lot of times what's going on with the show or what people post. And it's, this is 100% homegrown, like from, like I said, a small little whole bunk with like, some of us are fucking crazy. Some of us are normal. <laughs> and it's like everybody just comes together and keeping it low key. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I said it before when I first came in, when it was the Seth episode or whatever. I fucking hate the idea of being forefront anything. Because I'm like, if it's popular, fuck that. I'll be, I'll come and deal with it when it's not popular. Dude, anymore. you still won't watch fucking Bright on Netflix, even though I've told you it's a good movie. And you're like, no, nope. no, fuck that. Nope. I, like, I <laughs> got a hold of watching Vikings after the third season. Like as soon as something gets popular, I just say no. I'm fucking done with this. I don't like over. I don't like hype machine. And it's so funny. Like I'm hearing all these people who are on podcasts. I'm like, what fucking losers. <laughs> and my wife goes, "You realize, you dumb motherfucker, you're on a podcast." She's like, "You have fans that contacted you when you were off the show during the busy season to be like, when are you yeah. coming back?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Where the like, hell so, is Seth?" She's like, "So what? You hate yourself?" I'm like, "I fucking hate myself every fucking day." <laughs> the reason why I don't look at myself in a goddamn mirror. I wake up in the morning and fucking hate myself. Yeah, I'm like, it's just that like old school style of like, if it's popular, I don't want to deal with it. But for some reason, being a part of this fucking shit pit, it makes me excited. And I'm like, what are we talking about this week? Don't tell me. They're like, oh, we got, we, the one time they gave me information to follow. I was like, I, I can't be scripted. Fuck, throw it away. I don't need this. In all fairness, we do tell you 
like a week in advance, like, hey, this is what we're talking about. But it's very rarely do you and, get any information. And it's one of those things, it, I don't know? reply back to the text, like, okay. He just kind of goes, it's sure, like, okay. It's like a, if it was in person, you'd be like, thumbs up like, emoji. Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, here's a thumbs up emoji. Hey, we're talking about the Van Meter Peter Beater Reader Reader Tinker. <laughs> thumbs up emoji. Fuck if I know what that shit is. I ain't breezy, like, you don't look it up. Nope, I got miniatures to paint. Fuck them. <laughs> I, I got 40K to paint. Th- and, and the first time that Kevin was, though, the Kevin was like, uh, yeah, so Seth, uh, Seth texts me. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's nothing unusual. Yeah, and it's it like, happens. Yeah, okay. he's awake. He's gonna text me. He, uh, <laughs> I only text a handful of people, and I barely text anybody, like my wife or anybody. It's just like two people. I don't, I don't, says, I don't text my wife. I live with her. Why would I? <laughs> why do I need to talk to her? Yeah, he's like, uh, Seth says that uh, he wants to be on the come on the show and be on the show. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Why this fuck not joining like, the show? I'm like, are you sure he's not like just playing or something? He's gonna burn no. this motherfucker down. And in all real, uh, all you know, realism, the reason you came back on is because I was starting to very, very quickly slide back into alcoholism, reading about fucking Israel Keys. Or no, actually, like, it wasn't that. It was, I was just bored. <laughs> you can only paint miniatures for so long. You're like, man, the two people who I talk to are doing something, and I'm bored. <laughs> fuck it. Third wheel, take it over. And I think the first time that I was that one of us is like, "Hey, this is what we're doing this week," and you're like, "Oh fuck!" I think it was probably North Hollywood because you're like, "Oh shit, I remember that. This is gonna be fucking awesome." <laughs> no, it, it was that. But the thing for me was is that I've heard it all before, but it was the snippets. It's like you hear yeah. the brief overview, like of what happened. You hear, like. Watching Ghost Adventures and with the Waverly Place, uh-huh. you hear the snippets. You hear about you don't get all the, the sensationalized information. information that you know will draw up attention, not the deep down nitty gritty shit. That's like, yeah. holy fuck! Like for instance, here's a free plug to them. There is a last house on the, the last podcast on the left, or whatever. They started off this way. They started off very homegrown, fucking yep. bare bones, and it's dark shit, but with humor. Over time, things have changed, as they should do, whatever. But I enjoy our style because, yeah, we talk about some dark shit, but also we try to add humor to it to make it light and not just be completely stupid, you know, yeah. in a sense? Yeah. You know, sometimes it does happen, hence chuckle yeah. fuckery. And, I, and I, like to, uh, I like the fact that, you know, when we started this off, we had the idea of, hey, we don't want to be like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that, you know, what everybody else does is, is bad. No, it's just you want it's to do just, your own we thing. wanted to be different. We wanted to talk about things that we want to talk about. Because and it's, it's you know, it's that spectrum because all that stuff interests us. Yeah, I mean, because if we were to go, hey, let's just do just straight up true crime. You've got to think there's like, oh, hold on, let, let me just, just for shits and kicks, how many? We've got a homeboy that covers mm. it in an amazing way, or Justin Rummel. It's like, you don't want to step on his toys of what no. he's doing for topics. Okay, so that eliminates a good amount of stuff. Okay, there's like cold case files or whatever it is. That's another one that's true crime, but you want to step on theirs because they have a specific style. Right. And All we, these different people have different styles. I mean, there's, there's like 20,000 strictly true crime podcasts out there. Yeah. And like that's that's my bread and butter. I want to talk about true crime shit because I'm fascinated by how these people's brains work to make them go, I, I've got to do this. I'm driven to do this. But I also like the fact that when we do true crime, went into school for criminal psychology. You would have had a lot of fun with I that. I wanted to. It was a, just, it was a tough course for know, me. Um, but when we, I like the fact that when we talk about true crime, we're not always doing a serial killer. We did North Hollywood. Uh-huh. I've got another one lined up that is going to be fucking amazing. That you guys, especially especially you, you son of a bitch, Kevin, are going to have a fucking blast with because I know how you feel about like history and stuff like that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
and it's not a serial killer. It's just a fucking crazy ass crime that happened that, you know, it's got big names attached to it too. So I'll yeah. t- I'll tell you about it off air. Um, but I mean, through this we've gained, you know, uh, Seth dropped it, you know, Justin Rimmel. Yeah. As, you know, kind of a, a friend of the podcast. We've gained the girls at Color Me Dead. Nikki and Angel you know? at Color Me Dead have been so fucking helpful. Just when I have questions about, you know, because um, we're on the same network with them, it could be like, hey, so have you noticed anything with blah, blah, blah about whatever? How do I get this to work on, on, the, uh, on the Age of Radio page? I don't understand it fucking Nikki's just like right there oh yeah no 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 problem get your get your stuff ready and I'll walk you right through it you're like okay you're awesome thank you you know but uh, you know it's 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 the I don't know I just kind of I don't think I we we envisioned this you and yeah. I Kevin envisioned this whole you know t- taking place everything you know coming coming to where it is now and I mean, and of course, our, our research assistant has got to get involved too. <laughs> My dog is hanging out with Seth. He's like, "Hey, you're petting me, okay?" Yeah, you guys are talking, having yeah. a, a tender moment. So I'm having a tender moment petting Ruger right now. Yeah, I, I, you know, like like I said, I, I can't thank the fan people that listen to the show enough. Yeah, and also from you around know. the world. Yeah, we have I, people from Australia. We have South that. Africa. We have UK. We have obviously the states. We have. Fuck, man. Where else? Like Germany. I didn't realize how many listeners we have in Australia. Yeah, man. We had a bunch of them. And I was like, holy shit. I think they're all true crime nuts. I think they love hearing about how fucked up the states are. I'm like, I think so too. (laughs) Eat it, you bunch of free losers. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get in that fucking Australian accent right in there. uh, That's not even close. Oh, damn. What what was was the guy's name? You'll probably hear about that, though. What, God, what, what, I hope so. Oh, like that is some fucking I, terrible I've, shrimp on the Bobby accent. I've got a, I've Drink got a, some pastas. I've got no a feeling that Tristan, uh, Tristan will come up and go. Seth does a shit accent. <laughs> but, I can only dude, do I can only do two accents. I can go the old school, you know, New York style accent, and I can do the Russian accent. It's very easy. Now we got the. Easy I can one do the though. fucking Irish accent and really fucking murder everything. Or we could just go Boston. We're like ah, pack the cab, walk real far. You but know. sometimes I can go very, very German. Nine. What about 10? No. I was never understand that. 999. Nine. What the fuck? We're not doing counting? <laughs> anyway, but no, I was like, I'm proud of you guys because this is like your little brainchild. This yeah. is your little brainchild, and you guys are fucking doing I, great. An- another person that I, I couldn't thank enough for helping us out because I, she had me on her show is uh, Shannon LaGroa Into the Fray mm-hmm. because she, she let me come on and tell my story about the weird shit that we, I discussed in episode one with uh, mm-hmm. the thing I saw on the road and it was I mean, a garbage bag you fucking loser yeah I wish it was a fucking garbage bag um, but we there was actually a lot of people that listened to that and then came and found us through there as well um, hey keep it down mouth um, if, if anybody's interested in it it is uh, into the fray I think it's episode 146 it's called the beast of Chittenden um, I, it, it was just nice to be able to <laughs> what do you want to say something too? Speak. Speak. Oh, now you shut up. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was just really nice to be able to get it off my chest and talk to somebody else about it. Um, but yeah, come on. I I think you know our I think our breakout you know oh, on, was when we decided to do uh, Israel Keys. Yeah. And you know I mean that was like a big shock for. Seth here because he was like, "What the fuck?" I never did knew I that Israel Key shit pig was even a fucking yeah. thing. 
And to find out that like some of it happened like what an hour away from where we live. Yeah. Like, and a fuck. Half. Some some of it happened on a road that I've been down for a job that I had. Because, um, like I said, I, I had actually had customers that lived on that same street where that whole thing took place. Uh, and the the uh, the Kenny drug that um, that the woman was seen on the security cameras just before she was killed. I used to go there all the time because I worked at the Lowe's across the parking lot from yeah. there. You know. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, you know, I don't know. I guess okay. that's a year. Well, hold on though. Now, now that we're fifty-two episodes into this bitch, what has been Kevin Heyer? What has been your favorite episode that we've done so far? Uh I would have to say it. You, you can it can be ties too. Um, our little uh, well, the Frogman episode, <laughs> the Frogman and Bat Squatch, yeah, 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 because that, yeah, that pretty much was a starting point for every time we have an unknown named businessman. It's always a reoccurring <laughs> joke. Yeah, I, I think that was the fir- that was the first appearance of uh, tried it once, won't again. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Still, man. And it, it by the be. way, I would love to thank whoever left us that three star review because that has been like our inside joke that we do all the time like once in a while one of us will text the other one something i'll just go try it once one again yeah <laughs> I, like i still want it as a shirt i'd wear it every i would wear it actually I'm in, this is the three stars on the front with like the missing ones <laughs> try it not for me <laughs> i'm gonna talk to shelby about that now that she's got her t-shirt machine i think we got to make those up <laughs> so and I, I think my other one would have to be the this not so like normalized vampire one. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. That was kind of cool. And that I mean, fucking dumb <laughs> thing. The salsa bonsom or... Let's, let's <laughs> throw a, a fucking mesh net on it. It'll make it disappear. Hold on one second, buddy, because guess what? You remember that book that I had that we did it all out of? Yep. Oh, hey. He Ner- had a second one. You just, oh! fucked, you just fucked up shit, man. Oh, boy. So... I think hey. it's safe to say that... Uh, you done fucked up. I think it's safe to say that we could potentially be doing more vampire episodes because... What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I, I've always been was that fascinated. That episode sucked. I loved that episode. <laughs> that was good, though. Uh, it's like Snuck we, that motherfucker right in. If we ever do an episode about Kirby's, these things suck. <laughs> All right. Vacuum cleaners. Mm. Um, so Seth, That was like the little what, pink monster. What so far has he been... He was a vacuum cleaner. That's why they named him Kirby. Mm. What so far has been your favorite episode or episodes um to discuss or or to legendary badasses yes nah. because i still get like that whole thing where it's like oh like this liver eating johnson because it's constantly comes <laughs> up <laughs> that motherfucker ripped off another motherfucker's leg and beat a motherfucker with that motherfucking leg <laughs> just because it constantly just it just never stops you got the one-eyed monster Yep. Who uh, the little Canadian death machine? Oh, uh, Leo Major. Yeah. Yep. No. And the, was it? yes. Yeah, Leo okay, Major, yep. the one-eyed death machine, and then Solid Snake. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the Hungarian death machine. Uh, Who's like I will sneak Ta- in. Tabor Rubin. Yeah, yeah, I'll sneak in and out of a fucking you know a prison camp just for the fucks of it. Yeah. To bring food to my guys, even though it's one of those things like we can sneak out let's just go no we will sneak out get food come back in and relax oh yeah and did, did I mention that I survived a concentration camp in World War II yeah. just just throwing that out there <laughs> yeah and then so it's I kind of like, know my way around camps we got my so, my boy Alan who you know 
Alvin, <laughs> Alvin York, the world's most badass pacifist. Yeah, it's like, I killed a bunch of people. No, I didn't. They did. No, we saw you do it. No, I didn't do shit. I, he killed himself. Yes. And then it's like, I'm going to go home and make a school. It's like, that is a fucking made-for-TV bullshit. I pointed my rifle at him and they died. I didn't, I didn't shoot anybody. <laughs> yeah, it was like those two episodes were probably my favorite because – and then I have to honestly say, sometimes the random chuckle fuckery episodes oh where we go on random tangents <laughs> and it's like listening to it like those back, I will be at work cracking my fucking ass up and be like, when the fuck do we talk about that? <laughs> Holy shit, my laugh is horrible. Because the thing is, though, is like... By the time those come out, you're like, holy shit, I forgot we talked about that. Because I release, I release one every two months because usually we don't have enough every month to do Wookie one Pussy show will be in this it. next one. Dude, Wookie Pussy will be in the next one. <laughs> so, Kevin, what was yours? Uh, or what is yours? Or what are yours? I, I've got to say it's going to be... Dorothea Puente, the only episode Dude, I did. Dorothea Puente, that's <laughs> that's actually still one of our highest downloaded episodes. Bullshit. That's that that one was probably because of like, well, let's like see that. this motherfucker do some homework for once. Um, uh, I I really, and it might be selfish of me, but North Hollywood, that whole series, I thought was fucking awesome because I had so much fun doing the research for it, and then to think about like just my dog, my dog's hanging out in the closet. <laughs> Um, what is he fucking R. Kelly? Ooh, oh, no. too soon. Nah. <laughs> hey, as long as he doesn't piss in my closet. R. Kelly, exactly. Um, because I'm I, to it, like full disclosure, the North Hollywood episode I did like twenty eight pages of research, and then before we recorded that last episode of it, we were getting ready to record it like five o'clock, fucking ten to five. I'm still just. <laughs> hammering away on my keyboard trying to finish it kevin and seth are standing in my basement just like silently watching me because no you're typing i was playing <laughs> video games i'm doing what i normally do before we record i play video games <laughs> kevin's like do you want help i, just, I didn't even look him so he's like shut the fuck up let me finish this <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my fucking preparation is playing ps4 and you just know? like do 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 playing spider-man don't give a fuck um I, I love that one uh that whole series um i mean Liver you know, liberating Johnson just because that one was we had so much fun just fucking around about, with that one. How about this? If you obviously been listening to the show and if you've been with it since the beginning or when I came in or you just came in just randomly and you decided to listen back to the, some of the earlier catalog, email the show, tell us what your favorite episode is and why. And we'll talk yeah. about it next episode. Fuck yeah. Because I'm curious to know what fans what their pick is. Yeah, I mean and it, also if they were like, you know, one I tried it wasn't for me. <laughs> always bring it in and if, if you don't but no, want i'm it. like serious i want to know what episodes they liked or what parts they like what part you know just yeah bring the f- more fans in and if, if you don't want to email us you can direct message myself or kevin higher on facebook and just let us know that way too yeah. um well, what's mm-hmm. our email our, our email is darkwindowspod at gmail.com what's the facebook thing if you go to facebook and you punch in dark windows podcast we're the only ones that come up okay cool but uh, one more quick question for you. Got the contact information. Exactly. Never saw it. Transitions. There you go. Boom. See, but the thing is, I, I've got it on a sticker on my computer, so I don't forget to because I'm a fucking idiot. I um, mean, if, if you also want to contact Seth, you can contact. No, we're not on doing Instagram. that now. You're ruining it. No, we're, we're not ending the show yet. Um, <sighs> no, I was just, I was just, you know, making so they could contact him too. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to all that stuff. Cut all that out. Put in the chuckle fuckery. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you, if we could go back and revisit an episode from like. The, like the early parts of the show go this is a good topic but I think now we could cover it better what would it be 
Episodes we, 1 through 11. <laughs> oh, because you came in on 12, you son of I a bitch. I came in on 13, but I don't want to talk about <laughs> numb nuts again. Uh, <laughs> actually, winning! I, I think Kevin and I probably agree on this one. Goat men. Dog men. What, what's yours that you would go back and revisit and re-release? Probably the dog man, Skinwalker. Yep. Dog men and werewolves one? Yeah, because yeah. this is one I wasn't a part I wanted to actually, like, that was one that was like, I listened to him like, shit, man. Actually. I could talk about that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind going back and re- like, re- Doing visiting? like yeah, revisiting like the Wendigo and Skinwalker too. With like yeah. fuck the Wendigos. Do the Wendigo, Skinwalker, Dogmen, Werewolves. I'd love to re- re- uh, like revisit those and talk about them again. Yeah, I you mean, know. I think another one I liked, I, like Seth, you know, talking about the Waverly Hills. You oh, know, like fucking, the different stuff. I, I just, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm a history nerd or whatever. I guess you call it. But you did go to school for it, so you yeah. are you're a nerd. you are a professional history nerd. Yeah, yeah you, hist- have a, you have you have a piece a- of paper that says congratulations, nerd. <laughs> Mine is congratulations. You are an alcoholic and a recovering addict. <laughs> I, um, I'm I'm merely a history enthusiast. Listen, I, 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 had a, I had an associate's degree in drinking. Yeah, you had associates. I majored in it. <laughs> well, for a while, there, I had an associates in everything else, but I majored in partying. For a while there, I didn't. You'll never major. do as much as I did. Seth, well, you'll Seth, never Seth don't a, stop. Move on. Seth had a doctorate in pain pills. Trust me. Move I, on from this topic. You're not going to beat me on this one. I don't one. know when you're sitting there doing your homework, and all of a sudden you hear, dude, 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 Oh, hey, there's baseball. Going Somebody's on. playing RBI baseball. RBI baseball. Me. Oh, hey, you guys want to grab drinks? Yeah. Okay, Kevin, you're driving and, not, and uh, you're going to get the beer. How many? How many we need? Well, thirty, thirty racks. What? Four? Maybe more? Uh, yeah, you're yeah, adorable, four. dude. Seth got so you're fucked adorable. Up. He got so fucked up. He burned that down was... a children's home. No, not not into that. <laughs> but then he realized he was on mushrooms and he was actually just peeing on somebody's lawn. <laughs> when you when you have a trip so bad, you wake up in a totally another town, without shoes, without a coat, in the middle of winter. Then talk to me. If you wake up in a fucking dorm room eating a girl's food that you don't know because you had a butter knife, you figured out how to jimmy the door open, she comes back from class and is like, who the fuck are you? I'm like, who the fuck are you? And I'm sitting there eating her fucking Chef Boardie. Did That's you, just a snidbit of what I did. Did you warm it up, or were you like a real man and ate it cold right out the can? I ate it cold while sitting in her chair My watching man. TV. <laughs> I, I don't warm I'm that like, shit up at When all. you can break right, into another right. person's room because you're tripping balls... Or showing up in class and you take your final exam high on shrooms and you walk out of it halfway through it and you get a 90, then talk to me. I, I was no a, offense. I love you to death. But I, when it comes I, to I college partying, I'm in a whole nother atmosphere. Your game, I wasn't a I, my pregame was harder was than, your, than your gaming. My pregame is usually harder than most people's partying. I was, yeah. a, I was a good kid. I didn't do nothing like Fuck that. Fuck that, man. <laughs> I was let loose. They took the collar off oh. and I still graduated with a oh, fucking really? 3.8. Shut up. Don't even tell me you did. Oh, well, I don't remember going off from fucking Chitin' Dam to my house. I don't, but that was some really weird weed, though. I know when you <laughs> called me, you thought you were a frog, and Speedy, I hear him in the background. Speedy's Kevin Age. Shut the fuck up. You're not a frog. I'm a frog. Kevin, you're not a frog. I Listen to Speed. He's I remember right. that conversation, and I never once claimed I was a frog. I said yes. I could breathe underwater. No, you said you were a frog. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And Kevin H is like, just regular weed. He's tripping balls for some reason. Yeah, I I don't handle. I at that point in time, you I did not handle marijuana well. You guys are fucking cute. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we digress. Let's just yeah. To the, Let's so, talk about well, how awesome our okay, fans are. So one more question for you guys: Dream episode that we are going to cover this year that you want to cover this year. What do you want to do? 
Okay, so we're gonna cover the one that our fan emailed us about uh, about the the, the body snatchers, Burke yes. and who's Burke, Wits? Burke and Hare, Luke and Hurwitz. Which, um, which was one of your suggestions that I put on the list anyway. Yeah, because I thought that was pretty cool. We actually just had a recent like little tangent about it, but I think I'm actually going to do it because I do like the guy, Gigi Allen. Yes. I'm going to do the Life and Times of Gigi because that man is a true crime episode and also a fucking paranormal event in his own life because <laughs> you don't know him. Are we going to have to get fucked up for that episode? I will. Okay. I'll go I'll go to that fucking dark place. I'll go back to that dark place again just for that. Someone's gonna have to drive me home though. Oh, I get the couch you can crash on, you'll be fine. Mm, I don't I don't need to walk. I'll drive you home, but um you're not sitting in the back seat. And I'm not drinking gas station wine. <laughs> or eating a five pound uh, ham and cheddar hot pocket exp- fucking epic meal time it, stuff. It might be different this time because my wife can actually cook, so she might actually make a good one. Uh, God, I don't know. Oh, I could eat that. Why are you people, no fr- why are you people friends with me? <laughs> because we're just as fucking weird as you are. <laughs> I'm a fucking horrible person. So, anyway. How about you? Episode that you absolutely, absolutely want to cover this year, that you want to do the research for, that you want to cover? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really haven't thought, thunk? Thunk? No, thought I ain't done thunk that up. I, I, I don't know what thunk. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. I really haven't thought that far ahead because I, I just, I don't know. We have so many ideas that we want to, things we want to cover. You know, I mean, eventually, I guess, yeah. What My one thing is I, I want to cover some Bigfoot. You, you want to go aliens. Nah, nah. nah. <laughs> we learned our lesson on that one. We've no. covered it almost like twice or something. Almost twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a point. No, once I'm, you schedule once, I'm, it's good. I'm talking like an episode that you're like, as soon as you start working on it, you're going to go just balls deep in the research and you're going to go, this is my fucking topic. Nobody else is touching this. I'm doing all the research for this and we're going to record it this year. No, I don't. I don't. No? No, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm kind of like drawing a blank because. Damn. I, I don't. I just like all of our topics, you know. I mean, for me, I've been kind of working on it here and there since we before we fucking even started the show. I'm hoping for maybe October. I can actually have it all, have it all fucking done. I want to do like a multi-part series on Vlad the motherfucking Impaler. That would be like a month-long fucking thing. And my goal is to have some money saved up so that by the time we get ready to do that episode, I can get my fucking tattoo done. <laughs> you are silly. Because I'm yeah. gonna, I want to get it. I really do. I've, that that was my first fucking tattoo idea. I was like, I'm gonna get like the like the oil painting of Vlad the Impaler. I'm like, I'm gonna get that as a fucking tattoo. When I was in high school, I was thinking about that. I'm like, it's gonna happen now. Weird. So, yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> I I know that you've talked about. Wanting to do uh, something that kind of maybe potentially crosses the stream of, like, maybe government conspiracy, maybe still alien, maybe a monster kind of deal. Because I know that you forever have been, like, fucking Mothman. No, that's you. <laughs> well, but that's, you know, we, we, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a joint effort. Of, that, that's going to be a fucking, it. that's going to be a month long episode, that is. But that, we also want to co- cover, you know, something Bigfoot, you know, cause yeah. th- but there's different that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. no, like another one we kind of want to cover, well, one of the ones I want to cover me in MK Ultra. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to get fucked up for that one, Seth. <laughs> yeah. That could be arranged. <laughs> I know some people still. 
But, I mean, you just got to walk over there. I've got a mason jar full of weed because it's legal now. So, no, it was actually like some booze. Oh, okay. I oh. was gonna say I don't want to get like fucked up. I, like, <laughs> I, like, you want to go on a trip? No, no like, huh? I'll, like I will, I will smoke weed and drink, but I don't want to like hallucinate because I don't trust my own fucking brain enough to ever come back from it. So that's why I've never done mushrooms. <laughs> oh, they're not that bad. But uh, with that said. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, we love you all. We oh, love you. Hold on. But Let me interrupt you for a second because. Oh, oh, oh. Breaking fucking news. We just got a telegram. Um, uh, we wanted to announce it this week on our one year anniversary episode. Because we decided to wait until <sighs> yeah. one year to do this. Uh, are you guys pregnant? We are. Yes. Aww. We're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to take a second and announce that. You can now find the Dark Windows podcast on Patreon. We've got the page set up. We've got the tiers set up. Um, we don't. I, I don't like asking people for money, but when I'm, I'm going to read off the tiers for everybody, just so you kind of get the idea of what you're getting yourself into if you want to donate to our Patreon. And all your money will go back into the show. Ex- it's exactly. not going to... No, we're, we're not, not just going to take it around like, hey, motherfucker. We're, 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 not, we're not getting fucking rich on this. We've already got the first $100 planned. We're getting Seth a new microphone. <laughs> Why me a new microphone? Because you got that like ghetto-ass fucking... I fucking love it. You leave it. Yours is the one that makes all the static noise. That's just my cable. That's like six bucks. That's yeah, not a problem. Yeah, fucking put it towards that, man. Leave but mine shit alone. Us, you want to send us a tip or whatever, you can go on the Patreon. Here's a tip. Yeah. Get a better job. So, yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna read off the tears real quick for everybody so you kind of know what... Tears for fears? Exactly. Ooh, Ooh. Fucking deepness. Nice. Um, so, because I know Seth, has, show, I know Seth show, does not know. Let it all out. These are the things I can do without. Come on! Now let me ask you: the original or the cover of it? The cover of it done by Disturbed. Huh? Yeah, original. I, I only okay. know the original. I oh, don't know the. Dis- you've Dis- know, you've heard the Disturbed one. Disturbed did pretty it was good everywhere but it wasn't in as the mid two thousands. Not not like Sweet Dreams where you have the original, then you have Marilyn Manson who fucking no you killed it. There's the original, Whoa. then there's the one in the eighties, then there's Marilyn Manson, and then now there's another one, and then there was also another one. I think uh, also Candy Cane did one. Oh, uh, Marilyn Manson's is really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, like okay. that that no, band. Fuck, uh, shut the fuck up and do it. Uh, Bad Wolves that covered Zombie by the Cranberries. That was fucking awesome too. Mm. Okay, tears. Yeah. So the the one dollar tier for our Patreon is called the Unnamed Businessman. See, coming around. So for a dollar, you're going to get a shout out on the show. We're going to send you out a homemade sticker that my wife is making for us with her technologies that she has in her room. Um, yeah. So that's that's where you're going to get there. You're going to get the shout out and a sticker. Uh, Five dollars is called the Vampire Nerd Fight. Oh Jesus! <laughs> where you're going? You're going to get everything from the one dollar tier. And you're going to get a bonus episode once a month, so we're going to have to find time to record those ones. But those, those, I've got, I've got Easy. ideas. We're I've got ideas right for those right there. The ten dollar tier is gonna, is called the best crime friends, which I had to find a good picture. I've got uh, Larry Phillips and Emil Matasaranu up for that one. Wait, is it kind of like the Good Friends cereal? No, best friends? Like, I think so. <laughs> so for ten bucks, you're getting everything from the one dollar tier, the five dollar tier. Plus, you can, when you donate the $10, you can pick a topic that you want us to cover. We will cover it, and we will actually try to get a hold of you while we're recording it to have you on as a special guest for that episode. He's acting weird. Continue. He's bored. 
So the $20 tier, I've, I just I had to go with it because it's the ultimate badass that we've ever covered on here. The $20 tier is liver eating Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you are liver eating Johnson, the ultimate badass. For $20, you get everything from the $1, $5, and $10 tiers, plus a motherfucking homemade t-shirt. Which you saw earlier from yes. our little shout out of what we can do. Yes. They're going to be black shirts with white lettering or the color lettering they want. Right. Maybe. We 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 can Maybe we can alter like the we can alter the possible the colors for the the lettering itself. Uh but t-shirts are base going to be black. Yeah. Cuz we're awesome. Dark widows black shirt. That's right. You wear a white shirt automatically stained. So you're going to need that t-shirt like that. for the I'm going to try that again. Yeah, please. You're going to need that T-shirt, which will keep you nice and warm when you escape into the wilds with nothing but one of the severed, the severed legs of one of your captors. Yes. So that's what we've... Uh, that's. And when you call in and you're at the liver eating Johnson level, the first thing you got to answer with... Mm. <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> then we'll have a sound bite of that of everybody. So, yeah. We, awesome. We're, we're up on Patreon now. Um, again, I don't like asking people for money, but when we're giving you something back... Like all the bonus stuff. If you want to do it, awesome. If you don't, keep still listening gonna, to the fucking show. Still gonna be free to listen to. <laughs> exactly. We're never gonna go full like uh, what the hell's the name of that show? Sword and Scale, where the guy had to go uh, do his own thing. He had to get off his network because he was a bit of a cunt on Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally was. The, I, I was listening to a 40k podcast yeah. and it got to a certain point. Like, well, now to listen to our old content, you need to sign up for this, and that way no. you have to pay five ninety nine. Oh, and also you get only one free episode a month rather than the usual four. Fuck no, you. No, this, this this guy fucking blamed um, Aaron Mankey from Lore for getting his show kicked off the network because he made some comment about. He made, I'm not going to repeat the exact comment, but he made something, said something very, very, very awful on International Women's Day on Instagram. And his network was kind of like, nah, fuck off. So now he's like, well, I'm going to keep doing my show, but it's just going to be behind a paywall. Fuck that. We're never going to put a show, our show behind a paywall. Never. The only thing that you're, the only time you're ever going to have that is the $5 bonus episodes. But you're getting a bonus episode. You're going to end up with five episodes a month. Occasionally six when we re- when we release the chuckle fox episodes. So couple of applesauces. Fucking say fucking applesauce episodes. Applesauce episodes. Yes, that's nice. where we eat a bunch of applesauce and we try to talk. Oh no, that would be the, the worst episode ever because I don't need applesauce with a spoon. I just slurp it. Ew. There's your ASMR. Anyways, so yeah, I think that's where we're gonna call it quits for the day. We'll be back next week with the second half of. Herbomeister. Herbomeister. Weirdo. The Meister um, Meister? <laughs> uh, and then after that, Kevin's going to come in and kick some ass with some other stuff related to the same topic. Take some names. But you can. No, you're going to take asses and kick names. Yeah. You can, can find us on Facebook at Dark Windows Podcast. Which we found. You hit the little, little thing. You searchy search. Boom. That's right. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dark Windows Pod. Boom. Yep. You can also go over to ageofradio.org forward slash dark windows, and that'll take you right to our show page where you can actually listen to every episode that we've ever uploaded. Um, 
And if you go down to the bottom of that page, you if can you, find two little things. Yeah, if you're looking to buy something through Barnes and Noble or through Microsoft, you click on one of those little guys there and you order your stuff. Microsoft actually gives you 10% off, which is pretty good when you're buying electronics because that's a that could be a big amount of money. Don't also forget to rate and review. Yeah, rate yes. and review. Give us five stars and then you know tell us what yeah. you like about the show. Five or stars. Five Try stars. to watch one again. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you could you could find us ev- pretty much everywhere with that you know. Except for Twitter, because we don't really fuck with Twitter too much. Because well, no, I'm saying you know. we download the podcast. Well, if they're yeah. listening to this, they're already yeah. listening to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, where can I listen to you guys? I'm already listening to you guys. What radio station are you on? I don't know. On uh, we're at 1380 AM. <laughs> <laughs> right after Tim Philbin. We're on one 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 one. Nope, nope. AM. Uh, but yes, also you can email us at like we said earlier. Darkwindowspod Dark at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, Facebook, I, my name's Kevin Carlton. We've been over this before. Instagram is kcarlton87. Uh, yeah. Seth. Hi. Where can we find y'all? Right now, only any place you can find me is on the Instagrams at broadstone underscore creations, where you can see the miniatures I'm painting. Like I said, at the header of the show, I'm going to be heading to Adepticon in the end of the month, and I'm going to be documenting my entire trip from start to end to finish. I'm going to be going live the few video things so if you want to pop in and say hi cool if not fuck off i don't care and that's in uh, that's in chicago right chicago <laughs> shambug in and you know get some fucking brats and some beers no, i'll probably just hang out with a bunch of nerds and hope to god that i don't have to smell any basement dwellers but i know i probably will <laughs> you'll be here double double wear deodorant to the conference please convention not conference either way yeah actually get actually straight we go over to the game store in new hampshire he actually has a sign has a sign on the door please put deodorant on before you enter yeah because apparently he's had some smelly fucks in there and he I is not know. afraid to be like hey you fucking stink get the fuck out of here it's like <laughs> i i don't i don't i, I don't mind I, it but god damn it they smell I like i like my 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 peoples but goddamn, some of them smell like rotten cat piss. <laughs> they look like they fucking went right to the all-you-can-eat fucking cat shit buffet. <laughs> like, we got an all-you-can-eat cat turd and vomit buffet up here. It's it great. feels like that's where they fucking got fat <laughs> off of. Uh, but no, uh, uh, yeah, you can find me there. Dr. Speedy, where can we find you? Yeah, you can't find me at Dr. Speedy. It's, oh. uh, but you can find me on Facebook. Uh, Your IG is Speedy802, <laughs> and you are a doctor. Doctor? No. Doctor. 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 <laughs> Another snuck one in. <sighs> but I'm you always can, ready for the doctor, though. <laughs> you can find me uh, on on Facebook. I'm, uh, I'm Kevin Heyer. Uh, but you'll see me on the Facebook page just, you know, chiming in, waving hi if you're a new listener. You know, when we say hi. So, and uh, also I'm on Facebook. Uh, I mean, Instagram, Speedy802. Um, most of the time... It's usually me that responds to you, and uh, Instagram through the through the page. Sometimes it's Kevin C. So. That's why they got to put the Kevin H and Kevin C. Well, yeah. How I get confused because mm-hmm. we already established someone likes to play some shadow mind games over here uh, yeah. by tagging other people's names. One, one of us definitely goes into the psychological shadow warfare. If it's anything to you, like we had the one guy that was uh, the one person on Instagram that's like, show us your dick during one of the videos. And I said, yeah. I I would, but you need a telescope. And I tagged it as Kevin H because I'm an asshole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. So creepy baby Jane thought it was me. Yep. Yep. That's such a great name. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Every time I see that, it's like just makes me giggle. It's like, nope. That's I, you awesome. know, I, with, with skills like that, I should go work for the CIA and just like troll like ISIS and shit and be like, "You guys are fucking dumb." <laughs> then, like in parentheses, be like, 
Pakistan. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are fucking gay! Saudi Arabia. (laughs) You guys are dumbasses. IRA. (laughs) But anyway, with that said, pack a goat rapist. USA. If If you're not listening to this with studio headphones, maybe you should, because guess what, people? They have some noise-canceling ones in the ear, outside the ear, and all that fun shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the fuck are you doing? I'm making it sound good up in this bitch. And and hey, you know what? Girl, I know how to steal gimmicks like nobody's business. If if you're in ISIS and listening to this, stop. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) We don't want (laughs) y'all. Get the fuck out of here. I think we're allowed to pick on them. I'm not saying shit. (laughs) But yeah, if you want uh, studio headphones, like he oh. said, you know, I fucking knocked it out of the park, that, kid. That that, uh, that other guy, there. <laughs> what the fuck? You've known me for over a decade, and you hit me with that guy? <laughs> no, I said that other hey, guy. Hey, <laughs> uh, buddy. <laughs> no, you know I, what? I, 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 no, I. You're probably ready to get I fucking wa- gripped like a bowling ball. <laughs> He's gonna, I, didn't, I didn't want to put the. I didn't want to be like, well, what the ginger said. He's gonna hammer you know, spank that, that hiney over there. Nice. <laughs> uh oh. Like I said, here, go, here comes the fucking thunder spanks. <laughs> if, if I'm on the episode next week, you'll no, know you'll why. have a handprint on you. <laughs> fucking orangutan uh, foot I hand. Don't, I don't know if we've talked about this yet or not, but if you slap a chicken at 1,763 <laughs> miles per hour, you can actually cook it, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna cook your ass when he slaps you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Like what Seth said, if you want some studio headphones that they're really You don't want to hear this sweet. fucking bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to hear yes. this bullshit, and I have studio <laughs> headphones. I know, because we kind of fucking go off the deep end sometimes. Uh, sometimes. And, uh, Weekly. <laughs> y- y- fuck. Anyway, Anyway, sorry. I'll start again. So if you uh, want to not hear, you know, the... Or let anyone else hear <laughs> the, the, the vulgarness and the, the outlandish... Behavior that we, uh, I dare say, fuckery. <laughs> yeah, yes, there we go. Go over to studio.com and check them out. They have great headphones, earbuds. They're fantastic. And you can put them in your checkout. And when you do at checkout or put them in your basket and then at checkout, yeah. you can put in the promo code. You know, code maybe of, you did do more drugs than me. <laughs> you know? But if you put in Dark Windows 15 at checkout, they get t- they'll take 15% off for you. Are you sure? Yeah. Because they're wow. great. You know, what the, you know what the one thing that Studio headphones make that's Oh, awful? God, here we go. <laughs> what? They don't make very good cars. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you know what? There's another place that makes, you know, a holder. You know, they're... they're <laughs> Speaking of a company that makes good cars, why don't you talk about Hobby Holder? <laughs> you guys are terrible. <laughs> hey, at least at least when I do shitty transitions, it's on purpose. It's not because I just suck at Bullshit. it. Bullshit. I think it's on, I think it's uh, intentional. Now mine's just because I fucking suck at it. So <laughs> wow, that was fabulous. Mine's on purposefully. On purpose. On so pu- on purpose, like a dolphin, <laughs> but not off purpose. Hmm. Getting off a of porpoise? <laughs> hey, hey, we're getting a little off tortoise. Why don't we get back on the... <laughs> that was close. I'll give Damn. it. I'll give it. So what they're talking about, obviously, with turtles and porpoises and what may have you, if you have the miniature of them, because they do make them, head on over to GameMV.net, home of the hobby holder. A hobby holder is one of the greatest little painting tools. If you're into painting miniatures or anybody you know is into painting miniatures, 
because it will help you get all the delicious little details that that miniature may have. Not to mention the hobby holder, but they also have a variety of other products there, such as bases. They have bottle caps for your hobby holder. They have a special edition little pin that's going on up in there, and also possibly a miniature someone made alluded to earlier. That was you. But yeah, you head on over there if you like to paint miniatures. They have amazing tools, great prices, and you put all that stuff in your checkout cart. You put in the promo code BROADSTONE at checkout, and you'll save yourself 10% off. Now, if you do not have miniatures, but you're like, you know what? I really want to get into painting miniatures. I got a hobby holder, but nothing to put on it. Head on over to Dicehead Games. Where's Dicehead hobby- Games? <laughs> I've got a hobby holder. I need magic cards to put on it. <laughs> well, you can go there, too. Dicehead Games is an amazing game store. They're online, and they also have a physical location. Where is Cleveland. It Cleveland, Tennessee. Not Ohio. Cleveland, Tennessee. Tennessee. That's right. So when you head on over there, you can actually pick out a variety of different games. They have 40K. They have Warmer Hordes, which is War Machine Hordes. They have all, let's see, Blood Bowl, Reaper Miniatures for D&D or Pathfinder, whatever. It does not matter. Not to mention, they also sell comic books. They sell card games like you alluded to with the magic the gathering yep. they also have some other stuff there too as well which i don't get into because that's too mm-hmm. nerdy for me but a variety of different nerdery stuff they are the armory for nerds too nerdy for you says the guy who's got a fucking literal briefcase full of magic cards and also <laughs> a oh god I shouldn't even a samsonite this. briefcase like- i have a samsonite <laughs> briefcase yes for my most valuable cards and i also have a toolbox which is like $100, which has enough, a lot of cards. Anyway, moving on. We're not talking about me. Hey, what, we're what, talking about Dicehead. What else can they do if they uh, if they want to get out of one system into another? What can, what, what's well, we could try to sell that shit, and it's not going to work, because normally if anybody's ever gotten out of one game system and put up uh, their stuff on like Craigslist yeah. or eBay, it will just sit there forever. So what you can do is while you're at Dicehead, hit the little button that says Miniature Trade-In Program. Miniature Trade-In Program is... An amazing uh, program that they offer that you can take a picture of whatever game system you have. So whether it be 40K, Warmer Hordes, Bolt Action, does not matter. You take a picture of it. You send it to them. Within two to three business days, they will get back to you with probably the best price you will get. Because those miniatures, doesn't matter if they're on the sprue, off the sprue, complete, incomplete, painted, unpainted, partially glued, glued does not matter they will give you the best price possible and you can put that money towards store credit towards comic books card games board games miniature games whatever they also have an amazing uh carry bag now for their miniatures too which i'm actually thinking about getting into so head on over there tell them we sent you we love them they love us at least i hope and that's about that. They, they legally have to love me, their family. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> oh, but they do, though, because they're pretty fucking cool. Yeah, they are. They're pretty badass. Yeah. I'm actually hoping to see Shane and Chad and maybe the rest of the crew at Adepticon. I think you will. I think they're going. See my fellow Bloodbeard. He's, I, I think Shane Dude, said that. he was going as a uh, conscientious observer. So yeah, because I was like, are you, are you bringing stuff so I can... You know, give you more of my money just in person this time rather than through the internet. He's like, no, I'm just gonna go walk around, and hang out. Mike, my, my man, cool, we're gonna we'll do, do some up, fun stuff. But yeah, that's all that. Yeah. So I that's all we've got for this week, right? Oh, guys? I just started putting all my shit away. <laughs> so just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean a crazy pervert's not sneaking up behind you with a fucking garden hose. That's true. But just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Love you. Kisses. Thank you guys so much. You guys are fan-fucking-tastic. For still listening. 
Have a good one. We loves you. Mm-hmm. Love lots. Kisses. Go- goodbye. Kisses.